What's going on, world? It's the Real Boys. We are live once again, man. You know the cast. You know the crew. I get to host today, but we're going to roundtable it out, man, make the flow go a little bit smoother. So uh, I guess um, let's go ahead and get all the guys go around, introduce themselves, give their initial quick take of the film. Go ahead, my man Dylan over there. What's up, everybody? I'm Dylan from Some Nobodies, and this is Dumb and Dumber. Um, full disclosure, I had never seen this before. I thought I had. I had never seen this all the way through. So I missed the boat on this a little bit. Um, I'm sure that I would be rating this higher than my, I would be if I wasn't, you know, the age I am. But I could definitely see why this movie kind of, like, took people by storm when it came out. Um, but... I was kind of bored during it. Every once in a while, I tuned in and laughed, but I was kind of bored, and that's kind of my initial take. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What we got next? Hey! Cowboy slipping. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber, I love this show. I love this uh, movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, I wouldn't put it in my top 20, but it's it's in there. Not one of Jim Carrey's finest, but it's it's pretty good. Um, I did watch the extended version for the first time this week, though. So that was interesting. It was interesting. I'm glad they left some of those parts out. So. <laughs> how much How much longer is the extended version? It's, I think it rounds out to about two hours. Okay. Ugh. I didn't even know the would not have loved that movie. That's for sure. Or like yeah. a, maybe like a buck fifty or something like that. Something like that. All right. Oh yeah. I am Phil Better, the podcast mogul. Uh, this is my third time re-watching this movie. I watched it first when it came out, and then sometime later with some boys, and then I just rewatched it. And uh, it is as dumb as I remembered it, but it was so entertaining, but so dumb. Jesus, it lives up to its title, Dumb and Dumber, because it's just so dumb. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's an enjoyable movie for the pure stupidity of it, and quotable like all hell. Right. Very quotable. Very quotable. Hi. Um, I'm on the opposite <laughs> end. Um, I don't think it was dumb enough. Like, if it would have been, if it would have been dumber... I probably would have enjoyed it, but it was, I don't know, man. I was like, I always, while I'm watching these movies, I'm looking up like who was in it, you know, where I know them from. And I'm looking up fairly brothers movies. And I'm like, I don't like any of these. I, of all of the like siblings that made movies in the late nineties, early two thousands, these ones are the ones I just don't get. Like, I don't get how they were so popular. Uh, I just, if, if I would be rating this movie on a Chris Harvey scale of how many times I laughed, I would be get, I would literally be giving this movie a zero. I did not laugh once during this movie. That's hard. <laughs> What's the most world? It's like nothing, well, not one, a snicker. Uh, Something's wrong with Michael. Yeah, no, there was not Michael one laugh. Did you, know, you communicate or inhabit Chris Harvey at any point of the last week while you were watching this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish I could have, but I do remember I did watch this movie. You know, back in the day, this was when 
all of my friends were working at the movie theaters and we would just go see movies for free. So we would just go see everything that was out. And I remember not super loving this movie, but the internet has gotten a hold of it in a way in the last bunch of years. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll like it better this time. But it just, I, I, there's something about the humor in this that it doesn't quite go far enough for me. It's not stupid enough to be as stupid as people say it is. I understand you wanted it to be a little bit more slapstick, a little bit more yeah, naked gunny. I, it need yeah, it needed more it needed more in your face humor and less like for somehow somehow I felt like it needed less of like movie structure and more just joke 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 joke. joke. Kind of like this is the type of movie style. I'm expecting jokes from. Mm. Any I don't other know. guys have thoughts on that? I don't know, man. I thought this was pretty slapsticky already. Uh, the humor I liked were things like the character beats where they have Seabass pay for it. Even that first joke where Lloyd confuses Australia and Austria. I'm like, all right, I, I, it's at least like a it's a writing joke. It's a joke mm-hmm. they wrote into the script as opposed to someone just squirting mustard and ketchup into their face. Right. This, um, this uses both Jim Carrey's like comedic ability with just delivering of the jokes and his timing but also his slapstickness like his rubber bandness of a human being like he is a rubber band like if you watch any of his he just full-on like will take a baseball bat to the head and somehow make it funny yeah and then you have you have jeff uh daniels daniels, daniels who you don't expect right because you kind of only remember him from like these really iconic you know very actor roles, and then he comes in and playing this dumb as fuck person, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I did not know he had the chops and the timing for it. It's kind of like watching, like seeing De Niro in a com- uh, romantic comedy or something. You're like, "He can't." He, okay, he can do some jokes if he's structured and it's surprising, but like Jeff Daniels just blew me away in this. He kind of stole the movie for me, even though Jim Carrey was like the the most craziest person in it he's kind of the straight man which is saying something for this movie but i think that just shows how over the top jim carrey is in this yeah and i think i think that was my like one of my problems was i needed i think it was him i think it was jeff daniels character that i needed to be dumber because this movie is called dumb and dumber and jeff daniels character is just sort of normal it could have been called normal and dumb. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't think he's that normal. No. Unless you're, I, yeah. you're around a different group of normal than I am. Uh, <laughs> look, I used to be in the service industry. I went to a lot of people's houses. Um, I met, I've met a lot of people in my lifetime. And I will tell you right now that Jeff Daniels is about baseline for the human's that I've met, and there's been a lot of them. <laughs> it scares me. What about you? Yeah, it's What's scary. Oh, no, it's terrifying. <laughs> I, I, like, this is, like, classic Jim Carrey. Like, classic Jim I, I love this show, this movie. Uh, Jeff Daniels, I really didn't know much about Jeff Daniels until this movie came out, and then I started, look, and I started looking into him. But he was more of, like, I known him more of, like, a serious actor, not more of, like, a, a comedy 
but I, yeah, I think you nailed it. Like the both of them, this this movie's hilarious. Like all the way around. The extended play version, not so much. It's it kind of kind of bashes on a certain type of people. So I I didn't like I didn't I don't like the extended play. I did like how they edited all that stuff out. Most most of it, I would say, because there yeah. are still some some un <laughs> some unbecoming language in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is a yeah. product of the time. Right. It, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be able to get away with any of the most right. of the comedy now. Like yeah, the poop it, jokes, the pee jokes, you can like the really immature jokes you could, but the ones where they were trying to be a little, you know, risque. Yeah. Were, well, and fall flat. But the thing that that did sort of save those jokes were that those were um, by the sort of villain characters. Any any of that like homophobia and stuff was was strictly to the villain characters, which again I don't really have a problem with because you know, make your bad guys assholes. That's a, that's a way to do it. Yeah. I do like how they made the villains a little bit like uh, a little bit on the dumb side too, though. Like when he reads the note and he goes, dear gas man, sorry, but we had to leave yeah. town. And he's yeah. like, how do they know that I yeah. got gas? I'm like, okay, come on, come on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the, the screw up. I mean, the, I, I saw the, the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying the screw up and how, Receive Harry and Lloyd is that it, I I liked that aspect of it. I like that misunderstanding. Yeah, it's the same um, way that well, they do. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, go ahead, Jerry. Um, <laughs> You're like two uh, seconds behind, but oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, I try to put myself in the mind frame of the age I was when this movie came out, and I was an early teenager. So the humor then, and so when I rewatch the film, I try to again, put myself in that mindset. I don't try to watch it as like a 40 year old because if I was 40 at that time, it probably wouldn't have been as funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, if you're you're a Jim Carrey fan, I think it's one of his better movies though. I really do. Yeah. I was, I was actually watching it thinking like right around this time, the cable guy came out. That's a fucking genius movie. Um, And if you're going with dumb slapstick, the mask came out at around this time. And that's Jim Carrey. I think being peak Jim Carrey, that is that's that also holds up. Well, this one didn't hold up as well. And it's all from the same time period. Like the cable guy is the only Matthew Broderick movie that I enjoy watching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not a fan of Godzilla. Or Ferris hey, Bueller. Godzilla was an amazing <laughs> piece of master film. Yeah, Ferris Bueller. 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 No, I don't like Ferris Bueller either. What? I know. What? I know. Blasphemy. I know. Hey, he is the villain of this show. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm kind of with you. It's but... not just the show, man. We are a support group. We are here for you if you ever want to talk, man. About <laughs> yeah, we can help you, man. Like we're here. <laughs> I, I I just like my I just like my humor a little darker. Like like I said, uh, the Cable Guy is my favorite Jim Carrey movie, and that's some dark humor there. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. And even the mask has some dark shit in it, but like, yeah, Ferris Bueller just—it's too saccharine of a movie. 
but we're not talking about Ferris Bueller's Day Off right now. <laughs> the uh, just something so other than Michael, does anybody else have anything else like they would have changed or added on? Because I mean, it seems like the rest of us pretty much liked it. But is there anything you would have, you know, different actor maybe alongside Jim Carrey, like he suggested? I don't know what I would have done no. to change to make my. I I didn't dislike this movie, but I I'm not gonna go back and watch it again. Just because, like, I missed the boat right. on this one. Like, that's it. I said that earlier. But that, that's the thing. I'm just past this point, And I'm like, I, uh, you said you mentioned Naked Gun earlier. I love Naked Gun. All three mm-hmm. of them. And the last two aren't great. Mm-hmm. But they still have moments that are very funny. Mm-hmm. And I think Naked Gun is smarter than these. At least in how they put their jokes in there. So I, more clever background stuff. That's what I like about Naked Gun. That you can always look in the background, something's happening in every frame. Right. This one, it's all pushed in your face, and that kind of works. But I'm not a huge fan of it, regardless. It, it works for the time, like the 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 length of time this movie is. Like if you like the extended version, like you said, Dan, it, it's just too much, mm-hmm. and they it, they cut out the good parts. So I think if this this movie was what like 90 minutes, nearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, over. It was just yeah, it was over. yeah, it was like ninety five minutes. It was just over. Yeah, and yeah, so this is like the perfect length of movie. You know, there's not you have all the jokes hitting a crescendo. There's not too many callbacks. I'm I can't remember if there is because the movie it's quotable, but like some of the gags aren't rememberable. Like the quotes, the dialogue is what really sells it. Other than the giant, the the, the best scene is just. On the toilet, the broken toilet is probably one of the best scenes. <laughs> which is, which yeah. is funny. This is one of the times where I enjoyed the extended the extended version that I watched because it shows him actually like taking the toilet out of the floor and trying to dump it out the window, which he's getting shit oh, all over man. himself and he's oh, dumping it outside God. of the house. Which oh, seems like that? when uh, Lloyd when Lloyd met uh, when Lloyd Harry met Lloyd when he's uh-huh. jump, when he's covered in crap all the time and he's like. And just takes a takes the whole shit thing to a whole new new whole new level. Oh my god! Like there's shit uh, everywhere. Yeah, and like, and that's where <laughs> I'm like that's kind of where they got it from the for the first one, I guess. Well, the second yeah, I, prequel. I don't I, I don't want to switch Jeff Daniels. I think he did a fine job. I just wanted him to be a little bit turn it up a little. Maybe or else like the fact that they were sort of fighting with each other the entire movie it wasn't over the top enough. It maybe it felt too like real that they were feuding with each other. Maybe if it would have been funnier, if there was like some like physical comedy with them fighting with each other a little bit more. Yeah. Like hitting, like slapping or like tripping or throwing stuff at each other. It's just more like when they, did you not see the, that was about as, as, but that was just one scene. They could have used more of that type of stuff. They do have that tag scene too, where they're playing tag, where they're sitting right next to each other. Right. It's like tag, yeah, no, tag, no quitsies, no quitsies, double yeah. stamps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When's it just, the last time it, you saw an adult version of tag? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe never. Maybe never. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just the movies. The movie's not bad. The movie's not bad. I did, but like I said, it it needed more. I think that 
I think the Fairly Brothers rely too much on their sight gags, like the the hair gel scene in um, "There's Something About Mary," or you know that 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 type of like raunchy humor. And they have actors who can pull off more. You know, there could have been way more slapstick, way more jokes in this movie. And it would have worked better, but they they rely on their gross out stuff, like the shitting scene or you know the scene in uh, Me Myself and Irene where he's pissing all over the place. Like those are the Brandy scenes that stick scene. out because they're gross. But then put some more of that in your movie if that's the way you're gonna go. I did like the Harlan. I, I believe his name is Harlan Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah his character as the cop. Is a cop. Yeah, and he's like, keep your mouth shut, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. He's also always funny. I he's, yeah, funny and everything. Yeah. I hate some pop. Yeah, I don't know. I was, gonna, I was gonna say I know Harlan Williams from this awful movie called Rocket Man, which was released in like '92. Rocket Man is really bad. <laughs> I, I loved I it love as a kid, movie. and I have not gone back to watch it because I know that I will not think it's good. Um, but I, I was like, every time I see that dude, I'm like, "There's Rocket Man." Yeah, I Not know the him John from. One. Yeah, I know him from uh, Half Baked. Yep, he's great in that. Yeah, yes. His stand-up is also really weird, like really weird. Cool. <laughs> he did one stand-up special where he's on a cliff by himself, just telling jokes to nobody. <laughs> and it's the strangest thing you'll ever see. <laughs> see, just visualizing that makes me laugh. So now I want to see it. You, no, you should see it yeah. because it's it's weirder than you think it's going to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think he's still getting work too, as far as like acting goes. Yeah. 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 He's a great well, Canadian. Is he Canadian? Yeah, he's hmm. born from Toronto. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking him up because. I know him. I thought I saw him on. A, there's a Canadian show called "This Hour Has 22 Minutes," and it's just a, pretty much it's a, a spoof of Canadian politicians and Canadian news. And I thought he was on it, but he was on. He, I guess he was on another show. I'm mm. trying to look where he is, but yeah, it, he's he's a hilarious Canadian comedian. And I, I just I, I forgot that he was in it. So when I saw him, and I was like, oh my god. But yeah, I know him from like some Canadian uh, things. He's done stuff with Sean Majunder, another great Canadian uh, comedian. Yeah, that that was as close as I got to like really enjoying myself was when was that scene where they got pulled over and he's he's drinking the piss. Again, so gross out humor. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's the stuff that I want out of these movies. Uh, speaking of. Uh, people getting other work. Do you guys recognize the uh, Danbury Hotel? No. It's uh, the ho hotel from The Shining. Stanley Hotel from Estes Park in Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah, they dressed it up a little bit different, but it's the same one that played um... Wow, I'm embarrassed because I can't remember the name of the hotel. Take your time, it's all right. <laughs> oh no, I'm not going to bother trying to remember. I'm going to let myself like marinate in this for a little bit. But yeah, same hotel. They filmed a lot of stuff in, like, Colorado. Um, not quite Aspen, but close by. I think cool. Jerry okay. was going to ask something. I think so. 
Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask what you thought about just the overall story, like them, the whole briefcase switcheroo going across country. Like, I was going to ask Dylan, you know, he's a local writer, so I was going to throw it to him and then get everybody to see what they thought about just the overall story. The thing that stood out to me is that this is a story that can only exist before 2001 because it relies on a lot of physical comedy in an airport. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was the first oh, yeah. thing that that was the first thing that stood out to me. Like I'm just like that you thing would do that, that anymore. That thing would get swept so so fast that briefcase. Oh, yeah. Um so I I generally I'm fine with these kind of like goofy comedy road trip movies where they go cross country and if there's like a criminal misunderstanding I'm all for it. <laughs> um I mean it's a comedy so it's really hard to say like speak directly on the quality of the move of the story but it was sufficient to get the gags out so i guess it worked <laughs> <laughs> at least for me like i'm like all right this is good enough dressing to hang this is good enough like framework to hang our jokes on for the movie right right yeah this this reminded me a lot of um your last movie jay and silent bob strike back it's like does Jerrion only watch movies where two dumb guys go across the country and are, Listen, are mistaken the for like thousands? There was a lot of those types of movies. Okay, this yeah, was and, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, a, and there's one good one. I didn't even think about that. And there's one good one. And it's Beavis and Butthead do America, and uh, that one better be on your list. Here. <laughs> it's not but that is one of my, I do love that movie though <laughs> it's yeah we just watched that like earlier this year and it it holds up surprisingly well considering mm -hmm. that Beavis and Butthead as a show didn't hold up super great but that movie is still very funny it was the stupid music videos that they played if they just did away with the music videos and just had the cartoon yeah it would have been fine but they had to have that little portion in the show where they oh, played all these stupid things that MTV. no one knew of. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. I'm on the opposite end yeah. of that spectrum. I don't think the show itself was very good. I think the videos were what made that show funny. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Are we going to have a knockout brawl on the real boys? No. no I, me and Mike kind of sat down and just enjoyed the show. Like separately, yeah. We could, yeah. <laughs> I would have been laughing at the videos, and Dan would be laughing right. at the show part. Yeah. And that's fine. That's again, the comedy is so like subjective. Like this, this type of movie. So many people like this movie, and I can see it because there are things here that I do enjoy. But there, it's just not, like I said, it just doesn't go far enough for me to actually enjoy them. That's what I like about that. Like Beavis and Butthead, it's also a cartoon, so it can go a little bit further. Yeah. So it does go further with those jokes than, you know, even yes, Jay yeah. and Silent Bob Strike Back went a little bit further with these jokes. With it's also their... when it's of the time, like this like it's slowly ramping up to more extreme, crazier comedy that you get from Jay and Silent Bob, what you get from the movies that come after it. You have to remember at the time, crude humor like this wasn't done by uh, movie stars getting close to $20 million for a film. You know, like it was done for like B, C, D rated movies. And now you have this mega star coming off the back of The Pet Detective and The Mask 
getting going into this crude humor. So they did have to kind of clean it up because you had this soon to be mega star coming. So he has they they're like, we'll push it as far as we can. And I think you see that in the evolution of the Fairley Brothers movies. They kind of continually push the boundaries of what is acceptable, but they were just starting out, so they couldn't go full, you know, crazy. If yeah, this was, I think, when I looked it up, I think this <laughs> is their first movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's something about Mary was next, and that did go a little bit further. Like, there's something about Mary did have the scene where he does get his dick and balls stuck in the, and they do show it, which I do appreciate <laughs> in in uh, the Franken beans. Yeah, a little bit of the Frank and a little bit of the beans there, right? Yeah. <laughs> How did he get the balls on top of the shed? <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, an that's... awkward teenager. <laughs> yeah, the the Fairly Brothers stuff that I do enjoy is that kind of stuff. Like when the when the cum is hanging off of Ben Stiller's ear, oh, like <laughs> like I need to see that stuff for those jokes to be effective, and you don't see that type of stuff in this movie. And you're right, Phil. It it is because they were ramping up. This is their first movie. This is 1990. What four? Four. Yeah, Did you 94, say? 94, yeah, 1994. So, so and yeah, then they this something about Mary in '98. Yeah, this stuff was not mainstream, you know, stuff at the time. So I I appreciate the boundaries that they're pushing. Maybe I am just that damn old. Yeah. Well, I am <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, I was, was... prime. I was prime age for this movie when it came out, and I didn't remember necessarily enjoying this movie when it came out either, when I was 15 years old. Yeah, I I was 12 when this movie came out, so I thoroughly enjoyed this movie when it came out. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was 12, so it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It does have a lot of poop jokes in it. (laughs) So much poop jokes. So many poop jokes. (laughs) I mean, this movie sticks with me because it's back a lot of good memories uh, at the time, the kind of movies that were circulating. Jim Carrey in his prime, you know, no Facebook, all that kind of stuff. You know, rewatched mm-hmm. it a million times. So that's why it was number four. Oh, yeah. No, like I said, I can definitely see this being in somebody's favorite movies. And, mm-hmm. you know, this was at the beginning, this was Jim Carrey, like right outside of In Living Color. Yeah, um, right. where I do think even his in living color characters were a little bit more over the top than this. Oh, Fire Marshal yeah, Bill for sure. Fire Marshal Bill and like everything he did there, and then afterwards with like the mask and Ace Ventura, you know, those are more over the top characters. So there was just, and I don't know why they were. I don't know. I don't know. They were just, it, it just felt like they were holding back a little bit too much. Um, and I, I wish they wouldn't have done that. But I wish you guys would talk about the stuff that you actually do enjoy because I feel like I'm bringing down this conversation with my negativity. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was just going to ask everybody, I'm like, what is everyone's favorite part about this? <laughs> I have two parts. Yeah. I, I love it. Obviously, the, uh, the scene where Harry is destroying an already destroyed toilet. That's just pure hilarity with his legs up, praying to Almighty Jesus. But also, I, I love the stupidity when a bus full of bikini-clad women get off. Yes. And Harry's <laughs> like, no, no, we, we, yeah, we can help you. The town's down that way. And you see the confused look like, 
And every guy is like wishing they yeah. were in that spot because you have these gorgeous ladies and who doesn't want to put oil on beautiful women. Um, but then you have Harry, uh, you have Lloyd who you're like, oh wait, he's going to save it. And then he just points, no, the town's back that way. And you're like, <laughs> do you realize what you've done? <laughs> yeah. Do you realize what you've done? The town's back that way. And you're like, wait, wait, they're going to save it? And then it's like, no, they're just letting the beautiful woman go. Because he's he's like just dying on this Mary. Also, do do the do the, the Fairly Brothers have a thing for Mary? Because you have something about Mary. Of the main woman here is named Mary. That's true. Ah. I do oh, some no. thinking. I do some thinking, <laughs> people. Daily double. Daily double. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's also weird that that they go across the country for this woman that he drove to the airport. Almost like, killed on, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, right. yeah. It just seems like a very weak setup, but you know, if it, if it would have been, if it would have been in a Beavis and Butthead cartoon, that's enough. But these are grown adult men. Are this they is, really though? <laughs> well, this is a live action cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the translation isn't 100% accurate between animation and what's actually happening. Um, I did like, let's see, I wrote down, I wrote down the, the physical bits that I liked. Um, I liked the missing mouth spray. I just, that was, that's a really subtle, that was a really subtle thing that I'm like, Oh, that's funny. I liked when he has the fantasy, like dream sequence about her. There's mm -hmm. a bird that gets stuck behind her. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't know if this is intentional, but if <laughs> they kept it in, if it's not, and I can appreciate that. Um, there's, there's also some confetti that's like <laughs> hanging on her lip, and she's like, yeah. she's like trying to blow yeah. it off of her face. Yeah. Um, I liked the whole diner sequence with Seabass. Just, I, I liked. I there's a lot of stuff that I've heard people say that came from this movie, and I had a lot of moments where I was like, oh, oh. Okay, like kick his ass, sea bass, that sort of thing is from here. Um, let's see. Like fun fact, though, sea bass is played by NHL Hall of Famer Cam Neely. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you got a Boston Bruins. Yeah. Yep. Bruins. All right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, he choked, so it's fine. I'm happy with him choking. <laughs> That's kind of, <laughs> I like that they commit uh, manslaughter on the on the bad guy chasing them in the diner, and then they just leave. <laughs> then they just yeah, Check, that was. I I do appreciate yeah. <laughs> that that they went all the way with that one. Like, yeah. oh, these guys are professional. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. These they, guys. Oh, how did these guys do this? Oh, and they just they just gave him some hot peppers and you know made his ulcer explode or whatever the fuck happened <laughs> they kind of set it up where the dude ha has an ulcer in the beginning of the movie mm -hmm. he finds out that they're just idiots and then mm -hmm. he dies without telling anybody they're just idiots so you've still got the continuation of the like i appreciated right. that kind of like mode shift where it's not two guys chasing them anymore now they are going to where the person's waiting and they still expect them to be professionals. I appreciated yeah. that break in the script. Um, didn't do a whole lot with it, I suppose. It's right. interesting because it goes on the, I think it's the quote by Einstein, I'm not sure, but never under, underestimate the stupidity of an average person. 
kind of, I, I'm paraphrasing yeah. the, the quote heavily, but it's like when you're creating something, don't like, people are dumber than you think. And like them thinking, oh, they, these must be professionals. No, they could be just really insanely stupid. <laughs> and because yeah. you think they're professionals, you're just killing yourself. And I like how it kind of plays on that. Like these people are like, oh man, they must be professionals. No, they're just dumb as fucking shit. Yeah, and that was another that was another nineties thing that they couldn't get away with now because the second that that guy knew that these guys were not professionals, he would have been on his cell yep, on his cell yeah. phone and just Yeah, boys, he's they're yep. dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. dumb as shit. Like dumb as shit. If they make it to if they make it to you it's gonna be by accident, and <laughs> just shoot them. Just, just yeah, shoot just, them. Just don't question them. anything. Yeah, don't just... even worry about it. I was watching. We were watching um, Seinfeld a couple years ago, and my kid did not understand like why this was funny to us. <laughs> and it's because most of the stuff that's funny in Seinfeld is stuff that wouldn't happen now, like when they get lost in the parking garage. Or right. when they're trying to get to a movie and George is waiting at the payphone for this girl to call him. Like that kind of stuff in the 90s, hilarious. Now, you know, an 18-year-old an kid is What's like... What's a payphone? Yeah, what, what is <laughs> happening here? How are these people lost and right. separated from each other in a parking garage? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did like how they had like those little things in there, like when... Uh, when Harry's hands were freezing and they're in the park and he goes, Oh geez, my hands are starting to sweat here. Take my extra gloves. <laughs> and he's like, you son of a bitch. Like little parts like that were, were really funny to me. And this movie is single-handedly responsible for me pissing off a bunch of people with door knockers because I would go up there and just, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. This movie is responsible for that, for everyone that I did that to. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was one of the things that was a little bit too real, too real as far as Jeff Daniels being like too realistically angry when he takes those second that second pair of gloves off. That could have been a hilarious like grab a stick or something and like beat him across the back or like just take he the grabbed gloves a log. And, he did grab a yeah, log and he started laughing but, at him. Yeah, but he was too he was too like seriously mad. I was like this is sort of making me uncomfortable. I don't like that these two like people who are supposed to be best friends just like really fighting all the time. You, you I could have used like a little bit more. Friend? Oh, my no. I fist fights with me and my best friends. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, it just I don't know. It just felt a little bit Hit more real than I wanted it to be. In this slapstick comedy, well, on the uh, subject of favorite scenes, one of my favorite scenes is definitely when they're in the car, the game of tag, and they're singing the Mockingbird song. When the guy asks them to turn on the radio, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> radio? Yeah, that, who needs a radio? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, mean, I remember doing up... that in like middle school and speech class and stuff, like for improv and stuff like this. Line, I mean, the movie has so many just classic one-liners and scenes that you could act out at a bar and people are going to be like, man, I haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> oh, Yo, kick his ass yeah. bass anywhere and somebody's going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This like scenes individually definitely did work that like there were, there was definitely stuff that worked, but 
uh, again, I don't want to, I don't want to bring it down, down because, because I get yeah. it. Like I get why people love this movie and, and you guys actually talk to me up a reel. Oh, I know it, it usually doesn't happen. <laughs> it's usually the other way when we talk yeah, about oh, yeah. reels. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But you guys, yeah. you did it because there is stuff in here. Um, and <laughs> the scenes, the quotable stuff, you know, Jim Carrey's physical comedy is gold every time. Like I'm a, I am afraid to watch Ace Ventura again, which I know we're going to have to do mm-hmm. because I remember how much sort of 90s comedy. not greatness is in there. <laughs> 90s targeted comedy. Yeah, yeah. But you, you can't, you can't overstate Jim Carrey's physical comedy. It is a hundred percent gold. And I think besides the mask, Ace Ventura is where that shines the most. Oh, yeah. He, I think they used to call him Clayface around this time because of yeah. his ability to just contort his face. Mm-hmm. You see it in this, but you see it in Ace Ventura like crazy. And in The Grinch, yeah. when he did The Grinch. Yeah. There was no prosthetics yeah. for that smile. That was pure him because he's done it without the uh, makeup on it. It's impressive. But yeah, his, he's elastic. He's an elastic person. Yeah. And he's yeah, and he is hilarious. I I enjoy his stuff now. I wasn't a big fan of when he went to like serious movies, but his comedy is always funny. And yeah, that the uh, even in this, you know, this is after Fire Marshal Bill. I I could have used a little bit more Fire Marshal Bill in this character in this movie. And that would have been cool if he like would have threw in a cameo in there, just like in the background somewhere. If he's just like more like, uh, <laughs> he's just walking by. You have Jeff Daniels going, right? There's too many people in this hotel ballroom or whatever, <laughs> right? Trying to shut the place yep. down. <laughs> Dumb and dumber, guys. Yeah, dumb and dumber. It's, it, yeah. Uh, so I do have a, I do have a question. Did they ever, did they ever do anything about them selling the dead bird to the blind kid? Because I remember it was on like a current affair or something they, on the TV. <laughs> there's a. Oh, that's another thing I liked. It has the blind kid getting it early on. And then it has, I think, one of the villains is has like the TV on or, or Mary has it on when she's waiting for Jeff Daniels mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. like, tonight on current events, some it, it talks about criminals uh, selling a dead bird to a poor blind kid in an orphanage. Yeah. And I was like, that's, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, like, and this is... This is where I needed that movie to be was yeah. they sold a, a headless bird to a blind kid and it goes on to a current affair. Like it's a news yeah. story. <laughs> like, that's where I want this movie to be. That yeah, was yeah. that was actually probably my favorite scene in this movie is like <laughs> this this kid crying with this bird whose just head is scotch taped back onto its body. <laughs> I did like just because I'm in that area when they're making all the jokes at the expre- uh, expense of Nebraska, because <laughs> man, fuck Nebraska. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That all, you take, people, all you six people in Nebraska listening, 
I'm talking about your state. Lincoln's fine. Omaha's okay. But man, the rest just, of you. At least it's not Kansas. Shout out to my yeah. family in Kansas. But man. <laughs> Just they're driving in Nebraska, and he goes, "Man, talk about false advertising or something like that." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, about the about the Rocky Mountains." Yeah, uh, that was Giant another thing. They, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, they they killed that guy, and there's like the feds waiting to catch these guys. They know exactly what they're driving. They know where they're going, and they just make a wrong turn at a fork in the road yeah. and just avoid that whole thing. Yeah. And that's like, that's funny. I might go up another. Now that I'm thinking about this movie, I might go up another reel because there is stuff in this movie that really works. Wow. Right. It's usually the other way around. We started. Yeah. It's it's very small. I usually get people to go down to, you guys got me to go up to. (laughs) Turning him into a good person, guys. (laughs) Mark here. This this is a classic episode right here. Instant classic, as they would say on ESPN. Kobe uh, up two reels. My heart, my heart, my heart has grown three sizes. <laughs> it's the start of his redemption arc. <laughs> Next week, I don't know about oh, that. We we still have some. We still have we still some shit here movies that yeah, we're going to be watching. Yeah, Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, I am not excited about Forrest Gump. I actually All remember four hours of it. I remember liking Forrest Gump and I watched oh about 45 minutes of it last year while my wife was watching it. And I was like, eh, maybe it's not too bad. Maybe I'll be wrong after we watch the whole six hours of it. And I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> are right, you watching the enough. extended running version? I am okay. never watching an extended version of anything. <laughs> That's the one where it shows him running in real time, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, GoPro back, then. back in 94 you had to have like a shoulder rig for it because yeah. yeah. it was that big somebody on a rail next to you on a little moped beside you filming you yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe I didn't maybe I didn't need this movie to be to be more over the top maybe I needed it to be more subtle because apparently the stuff that I liked in it was the subtle stuff <laughs> I just wanted it to be better written like i don't i don't know how else to say that because it's not like it's badly written but it's very bare bones and a lot of the jokes and humor come from the performances and that's fine Mm -hmm. but when it comes to comedy i'm not a huge fan of like he made a face like you need more you're you're a thinking comedy less visual comedy you're saying yeah yeah less visual comedy unless it's like michael said subtle background stuff now now do you guys think I'm sorry, but uh, do you guys think that they, if they would have casted two different people, it would have well, been a better movie? That. They tried that. With the they people. had, well, yeah. they had original people in mind for this movie. Ooh, who do they have in mind for this? So, <laughs> this well, I'm, is I'm super interested in this. Yeah. They had yeah. originally planned for Steve Martin or Martin Short as Lloyd. They both turned it down. And Lloyd was the Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, according to one source, the original pair for Lloyd and Harry were Gary Oldman and Nicolas Cage. Whoa. Whoa. That would have been I'm weird. sorry. That would have been an amazing movie. 
that would have been, been a much different movie. <laughs> would have been much yeah. different. Yeah. Different, definitely. I am. I'm into Steve Martin, but Steve yeah. Martin in the Jeff Daniels role. I think Jim Carrey and Steve Martin. That would have been more where I was comfortable with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, think about yeah, like. Think about Gary Oldman in this. He's just come. He would just be coming off like that Dracula movie. Yeah. He would have done. Uh, I think he was in the professional, wasn't he? Yeah. He was getting ready to do Fifth Element. Like that would have been a huge career shift for him at that moment. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a weird one. I was thinking for some reason you said recast. Um, did did any of you guys see the last Boy Scout? Yes. I would like to see Damon Wayans and Bruce Willis as these characters. <laughs> huh? That might be fun. I mean, if Damon, Damon Wayans and Adam was, Sandler, maybe. See, Damon Wayans and Jim Carrey, I was thinking, but like to have Damon Wayans do the Jim Carrey role, and I don't know why, Ooh, but okay. I think Bruce Willis in the Jeff Daniels role. <laughs> would have been more believable as a like sort of grumpy i don't know maybe maybe i mean i like bruce willis so has he ever been funny uh who no but really neither has jeff daniels yes he's been funny have you not seen hudson hawk no i haven't his comedic timing isn't like the whole nine yards is the whole nine yards, yeah, he has nine some yards. comedic timing. The whole nine the yards Friends, he's very the, good in. The Friends, he had some time when he was on Friends. There was some mm-hmm. comedic. Oh, yep. But it, he, it's not like, I don't know how well it would do in this type of movie. Like, this is a more comedy-based movie okay. than action comedy or, you know, sitcom comedy. This is yeah. like, you need to be funny for fucking 90 minutes versus, you know, 10 yeah. minutes at a time here yeah. or there, you know? And I don't know if it would have worked. It was just what popped into my head <laughs> because the last Boy Scout was, they were sort of funny in that too, when they weren't, you know, exploding people with grenades, like their sure. banter was very good in that movie. Yeah. So I just read something that was really funny. Apparently the Fairley brothers were considering the Corey's Corey Fieldman, uh, Feldman and Corey Ham for for Harry and Lloyd. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but New Line Cinema, when Robert Shea, the uh, CEO at the time, didn't feel the Corys were uh, bankable stars, which I think... Wasn't one like a drug at addict at point. this time? Oh, they both were. Both I mean, were in yeah, a bad place. Well, I mean, I mean like... Child to stars. The, yeah, to the point where... Yeah. To the brink of no return, though. They I mean, were kind that of... That was... I don't think they were there yet. They were on. Yeah, the I way. think, I think Corey Feldman was a little bit further into it then, and Corey Haim only got into it hardcore like in, in the probably mid two thousands, with like when he died. I think that's when right. he really, that's when he really went over the top with it. But I, I think those two would have been terrible choices for this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, they, what what did they do in the 90s? Like, were they in any? All their stuff was the 80s, right? Lost Boys, like Gremlins, yeah, all, all that. That's all, all their the stuff 80s. was in the 80s. Yeah. That's yeah why I don't really think they did it in the 90s. If they did, it was huh. a little 
Like, Here, yeah. hold on. I'm pulling up their uh, credentials. Unless they would have been, unless the Fairley brothers would have done like a you know, Quentin Tarantino thing. Corey Feldman. Was it '94? Yeah. Um, Corey Fieldman was in Burke's Law, a TV series. Lipstick Camera, Last Resort, yeah, Maverick, A Dangerous Place, that and uh, Tales from the Crypt. He was hmm. taught in the in the assassin episode. And then let's look at Corey Haim in 94. He had one uh, showing in Fast Getaway 2, a video. He played Nelson Potter. So, yeah, they were not bankable stars you know, no. way so earlier. It, yeah, it, that would have had to have been a, a Tarantino bringing, like, John Travolta back from the from brink the of, of yeah. obscurity. Yeah. And I don't think they would have been able to do it. But in this <laughs> and they kind of like were blackballing him because he was trying to expose certain yes. things in Hollywood. Yeah. I'll just leave. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that, that's probably more <laughs> why he didn't get the role with any of them. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Right yeah. I, mean, I, I, I do think you needed a, a rubber face like like Jim Carrey or Damon yeah. Wayans is is perfectly capable of doing that kind of stuff too. Um, Damn it! Now I wish Damon Wayans would have been in this movie. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think you definitely needed that over-the-top guy, and neither of those Corys could have done that character. I mean, Michael, if you want a D and D movie with like a Wayans brother in it, go watch Dungeons and Dragons. It's got Marlon Wayans instead of Damon. See, I'm not a big fan of of those. The those are Damon's kids, right? No, it's his the, brother. The scary movie kids. The brother. Brothers. Oh, that's younger brothers. Yeah, yeah, one of the younger brothers. Yeah, I I like the in living color Wayanses, Damon and and uh, Keenan Ivory and and those guys. The writer, yeah, they were all writers, so I think. Yeah, Damon and Keenan Ivory were writers and directors for living yeah, color. But, I believe. but they were also, I mean, they were in skits and they were in the skits and stuff. Yeah, but those two, were. those two young ones, I, I don't know. I don't get that kind of humor. That, you know like the scary movie not another teen movie type bullshit i don't i don't enjoy those like sean wayans was the dj in the living color sw2 <laughs> <laughs> another fun fact Drop that knowledge, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys think of uh chris farley playing the part of harry oh yeah 94 farley hmm I'm not against oh, yeah. that. I think he, he could have made that definitely. work. I think he would have made. He went over the he top with it. Yeah, yeah. He would have given you yeah. your slapstick you wanted, Michael. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. And as but at that point in time, he probably would have been with David Spade, and I don't want to watch him do Going anything ever. So do we like want to go around and give our last uh, final impressions or in the last five minutes? And reel it up. Are you sure. it up? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I am Michael Colby. I'm dumber for watching this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to plug. I love this terrible game, which we just, uh, started doing our new format with some new co-hosts and stuff. We also just on Sunday recorded um, 
the first couple episodes of the new season of Jack Billings Presents, uh, Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex. So that will be coming out as soon as I get producing it. Um, but yeah, this movie, I started at a four, but the, the more we were talking about it, I went up to a six because there is stuff in this movie that worked. Um, as, as a movie tied together, I wasn't enjoying it as much as I was thinking about it. It gave me a real, like, I, I was the same way with Napoleon Dynamite. The first time I watched Napoleon Dynamite, I hated it. But then I thought about it and I'm like, oh, that was funny. And that was funny. And that was funny. And then we watched it again and I'm like, oh, this movie is funny. So I may be there with this movie. <laughs> Next time you watch it, best movie ever. Best movie ever. I fucking if, love this if, movie. If I ever watch it again, I will let you guys know. <laughs> but yeah, that's Coming all soon, I got. Michael Colby part two. <laughs> all right. Hello, everybody. My name is Dylan. I'm from Some Nobodies. You can listen to Silicon Angels, create your own pod venture, uh, talking upstream, twitching upstream, no time to binge, whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I... This movie's fine. It's like straight down the middle for me as far as comedy goes. I'm giving it a five, so I guess now that Michael boosted his score, I'm the bad guy of the show, <laughs> which I'm not suited for, I guess, but I'll try my, I'll, I'll try my best. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I wish that it was a little more subtle and a little more tied together. Um, that's that's my thoughts on it. Look for the funny stuff. I'm sure like everybody likes this movie, it seems, so I'm sure you'll probably get something out of it if you give it a shot. Trying to end on a positive note. Here we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Dan Levely, and this is Oops Coffee Smoking. You can also find me on Bet That with Dan and Jerrion every Thursday night at 9 p.m. EST. And I love this movie. I watch it over and over again. I, this is probably like my 2,000th time watching this movie. And the first time on the ex- first extended play, though, first time watching that, which I didn't like. I'll never watch that part again. <laughs> but it, it was it's great. It has Jim, classic Jim Carrey. Jeff Daniels surprised me. Um, uh, we'd be, I'll be quoting this movie to the day I die. And every everybody with door knockers, I'm sorry, but I'm going to bang the shit out of it. <laughs> and I love you guys. I'll catch you sometime next week. <laughs> Wait, Dan, did you say how many reels you're giving up? Yeah, oh, I want to give this 8.5 reels. Okay. <laughs> I am Phil Better. Um this movie is just pure stupid fun. Like the title tells you everything you need. It's dumb and dumber. Um, don't go in hoping for a masterpiece. It's not. It gets eight reels for me because I laughed pretty much. I, I'm, I have a stupid humor. I love the the poo scenes are the best scenes for me. Um, but you can catch me every uh, Tuesday and Thursdays with my show, Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. We're finishing season two on a high note. We have. Uh, a huge, huge entrepreneur who owns a sports team, Sarla Rugby, sponsors of the podcast, Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, but yeah, Dom Einhorn, an amazing uh, guy. Make sure you listen to it, and season three is going to be rolling out next week with even bigger and better guests. Yeah. And follow the real boys. We're awesome. What's going on, everybody? It's Jerry and Blaze. Uh, you know, this was my number four movie. Uh, I rewatch it all the time. I probably would have rewatched it 
without uh, having to do it for the show. I love it. Huge Jim Carrey fan. Classic Jim Carrey in his prime. I gave it a, a nine. Uh, I, I was going to give it an eight, but the more we sat around talking about it, it just, you know, all the classic one-liners and all that stuff, I have to go, I had to give it a nine, man. So, yeah, that's what I think. Uh, catch me out on the uh, Cloud Chronicles and bet that with Dan and Jerry. And on Thursdays, we will have our first guest. Also, catch me on The Real Boys with these knuckleheads, giving out uh, reviews for all these fine movies that we selected. That was, that was very elegant. Yeah. Oh, all right. Thank you. The hotel, the hotel in the shining is the overlook. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> Callback. Very well done. Very well done. Chris would be very proud of you. All right. In my embarrassment, we'll see you guys next week. We're doing Luca on Friday. You can watch on Disney Plus. Monday is my number four pick, Memento. Oh, nice. So, um, Sweet. That's going to be an interesting conversation. Cool. I've never, never seen this seen movie, Dylan. I've never, never. seen yeah, it. Never. Oh, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, on that note, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. Please.